When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So guys, upcoming recording schedule and recapping schedule, uh, I have an update. I completely forgot about Winter House. So in addition to Salt Lake City and Potomac, I will also be recapping Winter House. So make sure you are subscribed if you're not already. And if you are, buckle up. We got a lot of fun stuff coming. I'm also doing the Lori Vallow doc, the three-part docu-series on Netflix. And then I will be doing The Real Bling Ring that is also on Netflix. The Lori Vallow doc, by the way, is called Sins of Our Mother. It was released yesterday, which was Wednesday the 14th. So check it out. Uh, I think I thought it was very well done. I was very satisfied. Um, but I, to be honest, I watched the second the I watched the first part and took notes and was like dedicated. But then I watched the parts two and three a little bit in the background just so that I could see how they told the story so I could go back and take notes. Um, so, you know, I, I may change my tune once I pay more attention. So tune in for the recap. Pia will be recapping the true crime stuff with me. And I might be able to rope her in to do Winter House. We'll see. We'll see if I can finagle her. And guys, I have the best news ever. Thanks to your amazing online harassment. Kendrick is going to do Potomac with me. So Kendrick will be joining us for the Potomac journey. It would not have been the same without him. So thank you all for gently or not so gently asking if he would do Potomac over here on She Speaks Bravo. He's excited. I'm excited. So, woo. Um, Okay, enough of that. Let's get into this week's episode of Southern Charm. All right. uh, Craig FaceTimes Paige, and he tells her all about him spilling the red wine. And um, Shep, but the the big revelation is that Shep has an active Raya account. And while this conversation's happening, they're gonna go. They're gonna cut back and forth between Shep and Taylor and Craig and Paige, and it's awkward because Shep brings up the Raya account. And here's what Taylor says. Taylor says, you're a loser for being on a dating app at 40 years old. 
Now, isn't that just spoken like a true 20 something who wants to be married already? You know, like 40 years old being on a dating app, there's nothing wrong with that. But she she's got her idea of what you should be doing, you know? Um, Shepin is in his uh, confessional. I feel like I'm under a microscope. Like, please get off my back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. Come on. First of all, you're on a reality show. And second of all, like you've done this shit to so many people like Paul Lee's bro. Shep cannot take anything. Um, He will. do Okay, moving on. So Craig tells Paige about the vacation Shep wants the group to go on. And I feel like in the preview for this week's episode, they showed him asking Paige if she was going to be able to go. And Paige goes, no, Craig, I have a job. But then they didn't unless I missed it. Maybe it's possible I missed it, but I was taking notes. So it's doubtful. So I don't think they included it. Um, but yeah, Paige is like, you know, all you can do is have empathy for Taylor until she wakes up. And so, oh God, Shep's like, Taylor, here's my plan for this vacation we can take. And she's like, that's a great idea. And it's like, you know, you've embarrassed yourself as a couple. So you you think going on a vacation is a good idea. It's I like I get it in a toxic way. Like, let's go control the narrative. We'll we'll plan a vacation together. No one will say anything because we're we planned it. Uh, and then they're like cuddling Craig, little Craig, you know, and Taylor says little Craig is the glue that keeps them together. And I know that seems like a little bit of a joke, but I my ex and I had he had a cat. And I when I came into the relationship, I bonded with this cat so much. And when that cat, because that cat was old, but she was everything. And when she finally died, it wasn't too long after that, that I was like, we can finally break up. It's not a joke. And it's no wonder that Taylor got herself a dog. Like when I saw that she got a dog, I knew exactly why. It's too hard. When you break up and you there was a pet involved, you need like it's there's so much loss if you don't get to keep the dog, obviously, or the animal. <sighs> this next scene, I just I really I really thought we were going to get away with not having to see Whitney and Naomi together. But no, we have to. We have to watch them go to some wine bar and hang out. I I don't care if they they were genuinely into each other. It's just like this was one of those relationships that, you know, was meant to be temporary. It served a purpose for both of them, but it was not meant to be permanent. Uh, and because Whitney even said, he's like, my dad was the one who got me into wine. So clearly that's the connection because like he brings it up like so knowingly and that she would know like that's their gateway conversation. 
Yeah. So Naomi brings up the Raya profile. And of course, Whitney is defensive. And Naomi, it's this is the obnoxious part about Whitney is the way he defends the toxic men. It's so bred into them down in the South, you know. And Whitney, as if this is a selling point, he's like, look, I know he's been faithful the last six to eight months. I love that he gives a window, by the way. I love that he can't he he cannot be that definite. Six to eight months. Don't don't pin me down. On the exact time frame. Six to eight. <laughs> Something may pop up. Some may. Mm, we don't we don't know how good these sleuths are. So. <sighs> Austin gives Austin's driving around. He gives Taylor a call and she's like, Hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm just going to go run to the store and get some stuff for the trip. And he's like, yeah, let's, uh, let's catch up. I want to I talk to you. I want to catch up about a few things. She's just like unknowing. She's like, sure, buddy, let's do it. <sighs> Meanwhile, Shep has Shep's at home and he FaceTimes Marcy who's had her baby. And I'm so freaking relieved. Cause I'm like, get that thing out of her already. And I believe she says the baby's name is Edie Cummings crow. Does she say crow? She also says she wants three more. So she's officially converted to she's, she's a mom. She's into it. She loves it. And she tells Shep, you ought to have one. It, she's she's converted. She's all the way over to the other side. And Shep wants Shep's like, oh, please shut up. Shut the fuck up. So they're at Half Moon Outfitters, Taylor and Austin. They're there. And Austin's like, I'm hungover. Austin goes to say, I'm hungover like always. But he catches himself. He's like, I'm hungover like this isn't. Hugs, Taylor. Hi, Huggy. Hugs. Hi, Taylor. And right right off the top, Taylor pulls out pants. She's like, for Shep. And Austin is like, because he and Austin knows what he's there, what he's there to do. And he's like, for yeah, for Shep. What? Why? She's like, for Christmas. This is like out of a this is like a lifetime movie or it's like a it's like a formulaic rom-com even. You know, like I know I I am not saying in any way that Austin is romantically pursuing Taylor. He genuinely is just doing this as a friend and someone who loves both of these people. But isn't it kind of like romantic comedy vibes? You know, like the guy that just wants to tell Taylor, like, let's let's make it romantic. Oh, this might get me in trouble. But he's like, just the guy that wants to tell Taylor, you deserve better. And she's like, don't you love these pants for Shep? He's like, yeah, for Shep. Yeah, Shep would love those pants. You know? Sorry. Sorry. I We're experimenting here, guys, but I accidentally got incredibly high earlier and I thought it was more worn off than it was. And so forgive me this. I try, I literally try to record about 20 minutes before I started. And I was like, wow, I need a, I need another minute. It's so there will, I'm hopeful, hopefully I can get through this. 
I'm kind of white knuckling it. I'm not going to lie. I don't normally record really stoned because it's kind of hard. I got this. I got this. I am a professional. So Austin, he finally brings up. Um, he says, how Shepard. And Taylor, oh God. So Taylor, Taylor is fully reciting what Shep has said to her when she says he's built all these walls up and he feels like he's being attacked. And so I'll just say, I'm not attacking you, bud. And Austin like rolls his eyes like Taylor, how many times have you done that? Which is true. It's like, okay, girl, we're in two, we're at two years. And that is like the stuff you say at the very beginning. And Austin shuts it down. He says, I don't think it has anything to do with walls. Shep being a dickhead is not a wall. Damn. Okay. Say it, Austin. Because it's not. Okay. That is such a manipulative. It's like he, like Shep found, you know, jargon he could use. Like, okay, what do guys say that like gets women off their back? I built walls up, okay? My my trust issues, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And Austin is like, I, I've used that too, okay? <laughs> Austin's like, you can't use that on me because I've used it too. And it's bullshit. And Taylor says, time will tell if he really wants to work on it. I see his heart and what an amazing human he is. And a lot of people don't see that. And Austin, it's like you're saying this to Austin, Taylor. Austin is his good friend who's known him longer than you have. Like, you're ridiculous. You're you saying this to the to the girls at girls night. Sure. But you're saying this to his one of his best friends. So what are you doing? But then Austin gives a performance here, you guys. He says, Taylor, you're no longer Shep's girlfriend to me. And he puts his head down and he looks up. And I was like, is he? He's not crying. And he's like, I love you. The way he talks to you breaks my fucking heart. I just don't like it. And he says, I've been there. (gasps) And then you're like, oh, my God, Madison. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. This got me. And then they and then they cut over to Taylor and Taylor's crying because she's so moved by his emotions. Get out of here. What the fuck was this? Get out of here with this scene. What the hell? I, he says, Shep's lucky. You are a catch of catches. <laughs> What's happening? Like, what? Like, guys, I really don't think he was moving in on her either. Like, he, he, I don't, it, it didn't even feel like he was even saying anything like leave Shep or anything like that. It was just like, you need to almost like you've got to, like, you've got to change tactics. And so she goes, he definitely took advantage knowing that I'm going to run back home. Something has to change or I'm going to walk away. And, you know, well, sure. But wow, what a scene. 
What a per- well done, Austin. I couldn't. I was like, those are really tears. Oh, he is. Oh, he has got it. That was great. Speaking of not great, Leva's house and Naomi FaceTimes and Naomi uh, Leva's not going on the trip because she doesn't have the bandwidth for the boys. And yeah, they just fight and then it's over when they're over it and they're just moving on. Yeah, that's what reality television is. What do you think your spinoff is going to be? What do you what do you think you, you don't you want? You're going to want your cast on your spinoff to do that very same thing. That's hi. You're not going on a cast trip. You left the first cast trip early and now you're not going on this cast trip. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Moving on. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, when you go into those thought spirals and your anxiety spikes and you start to just go down that rabbit hole of gloom and doom, a therapist is good for these moments because through therapy, you can develop solutions and problem solving techniques. And it helps you to recognize when you're going down these rabbit holes and you can pull yourself out of it with tools you get from therapy. Now I've been in and out of therapy my whole life, but in 2020, I really needed to talk to somebody because my thoughts were very hopeless and I didn't even know what a therapist could say to make me feel any better, but mine helped me rationalize my catastrophic thinking. And I was able to slowly see the light and come out of a really dark place. And my anxiety and my depression, I just improved immeasurably. And honestly, it saved my life. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's entirely online, so it's convenient, it's accessible, and it's affordable. You can get matched with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. And if for whatever reason you don't love the therapist that you get paired with, you can switch anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash she speaks today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H E L P.com slash she speaks. They're all meeting at Sheps to go on uh, the trip to drive up there. And I love it. Olivia comes in a golf cart and her dad's actually really funny. Like her dad, anytime he's on screen, he's being funny. And he's like making fun of us. And he's like, you never see you're never up at this hour or still going, maybe. And Austin says, I actually got 12 hours of sleep. I don't know. The dad was like, what happened? <laughs> you're like, you hit your head, you pass out. And he's like, all right, guys, see you later. He takes off in his golf cart, living the life. God damn it. So they're on their way to St. Simon's and. uh Shep lets them know that he wants Taylor to quit her job. And he giggles. It's so cute. It's so fun. Oh, he's hilarious. Oh, guys, isn't this funny? (laughs) This is this hilarious thing. Austin coming through again. 
Austin coming through again. He like legit. He is not fucking around. Austin. Austin keeps saying, though, he keeps saying that this that makes her financially reliable on you. Isn't isn't it reliant? You know what? I don't who am I to fucking judge this? I don't know. Uh, but he's he's against it. He's and then and then uh, I don't know what Shep says, but he goes, you are missing the fucking point, pal. It was like I was like that was like a dad. You're missing the point, pal. Shep Shep ignores it. And he's like, oh, make a wish. I make a wish every time I cross state lines, completely ignoring them. And Austin is in his confessional. He's like, my mom worked. I believe he says her sisters worked like I have been taught that women need that for their own independence and their own self-reliance. So having Taylor quit her job is that final way to control her. Shep wants it so that she can travel around with him. Ooh, bad, 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 bad. Taylor, Vanita, and Craig are in one car. And this is, it just, I was like, I feel bad for Craig. Like, this is the dud car. That's for sure. Um, but this, it's, it ends up being cute because I think Taylor is the one who's like, have you guys ever sent nudes? And Craig is like, yeah. Craig's like, Craig is such a dirty birdie. He's like, absolutely, I have. Uh, and then it making it seem like he's into freaky shit. And he's like, you should watch porn with your partner. Gets you guys in the mood. And Taylor's like, I don't want to know what you and Paige are into. And I... I just I'm trying to imagine Paige watching porn because like, look, the idea of that, it sounds sexy, but actual porn is really not that sexy to me. I've tried to get into it multiple times and there's some that's pretty hot, but like for the most part, guys, the porn that guys look at is just like, okay, that's just ramming it in there. I just can't imagine Paige like watch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she is actually. Hold on. I can. Ooh, now I have a really hot image. Listen, as toxic as Paige and Craig are, they could totally make a sex tape and I would totally pay money for it. Basically, any of these people could make a sex tape. Madison needs to make a sex tape. Ooh, I'm getting, ooh, I'm getting hot and bothered. Hello. This is fun. Let's keep talking about it. Emily. <laughs> I'm completely just talking to myself. Okay. We, See, stoned. God, guys, whoa, going on journeys today. Uh, okay, they arrive and the this is like they're at the main house looking at it, but the boys take off to go check out the boys' pad. <laughs> and uh, then there's this like debate over what they're going to do next. And Craig is already just creating chaos because Craig thinks that like tennis was not like Tennis was just what the girls wanted to do. And he just wants he just wants to do like guy stuff and go in the hot tub. And so this is a hilarious back and forth with Austin calls Olivia. And as soon as Olivia picks up, they're already like just it's just them debating in the background. And it is pure madness, pure confusion. And Craig. It's just it's setting a great tone. It's setting a great tone. Okay, so this tennis match, this doubles tennis match is like real comedy, though. Like it was it was like a Will Ferrell comedy because Austin, because he is so tall, it kind of, he sometimes does remind me of Will Ferrell. And 
that we get like the like practical side by side competitive confessionals from Craig and Austin where Craig's like, I'm an athlete. The only thing Austin can beat me in is basketball. And then Austin being like, Craig thinks he's an he's an athlete, but I actually am. And so they're they're playing and uh, Austin ends up winning when Austin does a little jump over the net. But then, of course, when Shep plays, it's not fun. There's nothing fun about it. It's actually terrifying. It's literally like the adult version of a little kid being an asshole. Like you've seen that kid. Like you've seen that kid that's not fun and not cute and being a complete dick. But he's now an adult, a tall adult. So he's like hitting the ball so hard and scaring everyone. And of course, he wins. Him and Dale, they win. And so at the afterwards, they're describing how angry chef was at the ball and Craig makes a joke like oh angry and Shep in the same sentence and Shep says something like oh you're the one with the anger problem Craig well I still think Shep is winning in the angry he's winning the angry award this season even though Craig has had a few Shep still wins back at the house the girl oh this is cute back at the house the girls are getting ready and Olivia's curling her hair, but she burns her ear. And she's like, Naomi, Naomi, can you tell which ear I burned without me telling you which ear I burned? And Olivia, and Naomi figures it out right away. And she's like, damn it. This is why you don't curl your hair drunk. Naomi goes, are you drunk? And then she goes, no. <laughs> it was cute. I like that they're getting along. Olivia is probably just like a good party girl. Like she'd be fun to like get drunk with, it seems. Austin and Craig are getting ready. And this is when they talk about this newest Shep revelation. How are these guys so smart when it comes to this shit? Like, they're like, this is textbook control. And like Craig perfectly explains exactly what Shep is doing in his confessional. He's so like on top. He's so clued into this. But he's also such a psychopath. You know, it's weird because I'm sitting there going, yeah, Craig, exactly, exactly that you tell him. But then, you know, give it a few minutes and he's going to be crazy. It This is why he's amazing reality television, though. Like he's he's born for this. You cannot like this guy. If this if Southern Charm ever got canceled, he needs to be on another show. I, and I I know, I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, how dare you, Emily? But you can't deny it. Does he not perfectly explain what Shep is doing? That this is a way for him to have complete control of, of Taylor? Like, that, uh, and they, yeah, it is. But then cut to dinner. <laughs> so they had to mullet bay for dinner. And I'm sorry, finding out that Shep has butt envy over Austin and Austin like getting up and showing off his butt. And then Shep being like, Shep can't stop staring at his butt. This whole moment, I was literally LOLing. Like Shep couldn't focus. Like Shep was in the middle of saying something like, hey, do you guys want? And then he looks because Austin stands up, turns around and he's like, his butt, he's mesmerized. And Austin does have a great butt. Like, 
every no one can deny it. Austin's got a great butt. <laughs> Austin is like he's redeeming himself from Summer House and I'm assuming Winter House. I don't know what happens on Winter House, but the <laughs> great, great little segment. So anyway, the way they ordered was clearly like traumatizing to the poor waitress who was just like, what the fuck do you guys want? Just give just give it to me. And so Naomi's like, we have like th- she does say this really annoying. Like she the way she says it is like, you guys really need to start acknowledging waitresses. OK, because that was like really hard. And Craig, uh, how many years did you serve? Because like I bartended for seven or eight years. How many year, how many years did you do it? Did you work in food and Bev? But I also wanted to be like, didn't her parents own a restaurant? Like that that's neither here nor there because Austin's like, okay, yo, Craig, like chill out. <laughs> what the fuck? The whole table is just stunned. Like, whoa. And Naomi's like, relax, Craig. I wasn't talking to you. Okay. I was just making, and like Austin's like, we, she wasn't attacking us. She was just like saying, he was like, okay, well, Craig's like, if you make general statements, I'm going to respond or I'm going to jump in or something like that. And so in his confessional, he's like, look, when Naomi gets judgmental and gets that look on her face, I do get triggered. And here I am going like, okay, that uh, from his perspective, I'm not saying he should have handled it that way, but from his perspective, I'm like, okay, she did have that like, guys, like you guys have to do like, she, you know, so fine. Living in Craig's little world, fine. But here's where we go south. He goes to the bar and I'm pretty sure he walks up to the people and says, you guys, we're going to do Jaeger bombs. Hold on. I'm being eaten alive by a fucking mosquito in my room and I want hate them they're everywhere um so he does a jaeger bomb so he's already got a drink coming to the table there now there's a jaeger bomb and i'm pretty sure they show like a thing of wine being poured into a glass so if you're mixing jaeger bombs a cocktail wine wear a mess um so whitney arrives Whitney goes, what did I miss? And Austin goes, Craig just yelled at Naomi. And uh, he's like, great. Austin Austin tells Vanita, he goes, did you know Whitney is hung like a bull? And Vanita's like, oh, and then she falls off her chair. (laughs) It's really cute because like Austin just picks the whole like her and the chair up. (sighs) And now here we go. Craig goes, Whitney, come do a shot with me at the bar. And now Shep takes note. Shep goes, uh-oh, because Craig also made a bourbon drink at the tennis court. Now, that's something to note. Bourbon drink at the tennis court. The tennis court. I'm pretty sure he was drinking a drink when they were getting ready, having the conversation about Shep and Taylor in the room. Now we've got a cocktail, a Jaeger bomb, like, ooh. And then Austin notes, like, that Craig has done, like, four shots in the last, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. So, Okay. Craig, though, (laughs) Craig looks crazy. Like when he gets to this table, like Craig looks insane. So the fact that Naomi is like, because, but here to be fair, Naomi's drunk. So like, I'm, 
she's not totally innocent in this because she's drunk and she's pissed off and she has every right to be like she, she doesn't need to be perfect. She's not going to be like, I'm kind of glad that she was messy and fucked up because then she got a reaction out of him. That's like crazy. So she, so I'm going to just play the clip. I, cause I, it, <laughs> wait, why? What's up? I thought everyone was happy. No, yeah, everyone's happy. You've just been sitting here frown. Well, I was just like, everyone's just like in this frown. Turn your frown upside down. You know what would turn my frown upside down? What? Is if Leva hadn't told me that you said really mean things about me at Friendsgiving. You? Yeah. What What mean things? What are you talking about? Why would you say that? Real flounder. Oh my God. That never happened. Apparently it did. Craig, did you get blackened chicken Caesar salad? Fine. Yes. I don't f***ing care. I defend her honor, but I can't hear what he's saying. I defend her honor, but I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> What's going on with, like, your friend, Leva, that, like... No, she's not going to just make something up. She's always watching out for people, like, genuinely watching. What I'm you, just saying what was conveyed to me. What you heard? Did you ever hear from Craig, me? I'm literally Craig. just talking to you as, like... If you don't know, then why are you saying it? Oh, my God. F***ing asshole. Just stop, please. Move on with your f***ing life. Seriously, move on with your f***ing life. And stop bringing me into this. It's crazy. Craig. Craig. That is the epitome of fucked up guy. Fucked up, blacked out guy. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. He doesn't, he's blacked out. I know that guy. Know that guy so well. Like, it's... It, it was not a good idea to start that conversation in that state. Because it, it was only going to get ugly like that. That's how Craig gets. Craig, Craig talks in a circle and then you're like, wait, no, what? That's how did you land there? No, get back here. And then he just keeps going in that same loop. Forget it. Forget it. Toxic, horrible, but out of control. Kind of funny. Sorry. Absolutely horrible. But thank God Naomi had support there. Thank God, you know, no one else was like backing Craig up. This has got to be like Paige is so controlled and concerned about her image. Like she hates Lindsay kind of for those reasons that she's so like Lindsay explodes and is so out of control. And she really hates that side of Lindsay. So this it's just so strange that she's with Craig because Craig is like so not controlled and such a mess and so notorious for these sorts of meltdowns. But I think there are a little crack in that relationship just based on the things she has said. I don't I don't know if I've talked about it. If I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But she on her most recent or, or a recent episode of Giggly Squad, she talked about how she's um been a little depressed lately. And um also that Craig has commented on the fact that she doesn't really like feel feelings and doesn't really care about things. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really care about the things you care about. Like go talk to someone who cares. That was like the energy, but she does it in like that ditzy voice. That's like, 
that apathetic cool girl thing that she does where like nothing really matters like who you know okay sorry that thing which is like i i'm just not that generation i'm a little bit too old to understand it and that's look i was a an asshole when I was younger. So I'm not really judging. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe it's a defense mechanism. I'm, clearly it is. So, but I, yeah, she's also, so according to this Reddit thread, she's also said things like Craig lies a lot, little white lies, and it gets exhausting. That's not good. Anyway, enough about them. Next week is the big Austin Shep fight, which you knew was coming. But this was the one in the trailer that I was most excited about, where Shep's like, I'm I'm ashamed to be sharing oxygen with you. What a thing to say, like in a fit of anger, like to come up with those words together when you're like angry and genuinely yelling at someone. Oh, my God, that's so Shep. Ashamed to be sharing oxygen with you. I think that's what he says. But I always say sharing oxygen with you. Um, and we also have Craig and and Austin fighting. I knew that the Craig Austin fighting thing wasn't. Maybe it was. Maybe it is serious. But you know, it's just Craig being wasted. Wasted. The amount of alcohol that man consumed. But I'm telling you. It's television. It's reality television. I wonder if they're going to get another season. I don't, I can't tell. Hmm. Anywho, I'm going to wrap this up. I made it through a little more stone than usual experiment. The conclusion to this experiment is I will not be doing this again. That was, I was kind of stressed. Like I was telling my brain, like, stay focused, stay focused. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day or night, and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.